All right, episode 18 for Chandler Farmer. I'm Alec Hensley. And for Alec Hensley, I'm Chandler Farmer. What are we into today? Uh, well, we got, of course, a little beef, a little lifestyle. Uh, we got the NBA playoffs, big time, big time. Oh, yeah. We got a little Chell playoffs. Uh, the Stanley Cup is set. We have a Google This, some What the Feed, a little SAP MDB, uh, Got Talk, and some fake takes. Everything, everything. But before we get to that, where you get that good shit? Fertilizer Service Co., cuzzo. Them boys full of grit, so it's easy when you doze. 660-686-2402. The line to hit, bro. Highway 59. Fairfax Mo. Let's get going. All right. Let's get started. My soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. I'm a rapper in another life. Yeah, just the one where you just talk. <laughs> Alright, man, so uh how's everything going for you? It's going well. Um we had a busy weekend. Fuck. The busiest weekend in a long time. So started out with grab parties and then you know, a ton of people were in town. We had a got party. It was my mom and my grandma's birthday. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you listen to this, I'll literally be a year wiser from when I recorded it. Yeah. So if I sound like an idiot, you know why. Alec turns 22 in 46 minutes. Big dog. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Or yeah, you turn 23. Sorry, you are 22. Unfortunately. Yeah. I wish it went the other way. Yeah, I mean, I would like to stay in this this age right now. 100%. Um, but it's whatever. You got to grow up at some point in time. But yeah, it seems like a weekend where... Everybody needed something, which is cool. Like, I was doing something all the time, and I, I had a great time, but I just drained. I'm still drained from the weekend. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm on the up and up. It's my season now, you know? It's your season, yeah. I can just feel the energy pulsating through me. I sure hope so. <laughs> so, since we had so many people here, my beef is the people who come over and are just bad house guests. So... I would swear up. I don't think that we had a whole lot of it this weekend, but no. you know, every once in a while it happens where you know someone doesn't clean up after themselves or makes the house a mess or just leaves a bunch of shit out. And like, really, I get it. If you do it at your house, that's fine. But guess who has to pick up me? I'm not your mom. Fuck off. Yeah, and it just doesn't get done either because, like, we just basically just put it off until the it gets, landlord gives us a ring. Yeah, or. <laughs> It gives it gets like colossally big, right? Yeah, I don't know. My room is always spotless, and I try to keep the areas that I congregate in the same. Yeah, what are you mad? So my beef is vacation shaming. Ooh. So it's that time of year where people go on a vacation, and nothing pisses me off more than when you're trying to line everything up, and your boss or your coworkers are like, "Oh, you're you're going to take a week in July?" Like, yes. It's fucking summer. I'm supposed to go fucking have fun somewhere. Like, why do I have 10 vacation days then? Like, just increase my wages. 
That's fair. I just would rather take it in the winter to go somewhere nice. But, but true, that whatever. Won't be but a problem for me in ten years. Yeah, it's the main vacation season now, though. Uh, yeah. I take your vacation whenever you want. I'm not going to shame you for it. I think everybody should go on vacation and get away from work because it fucking sucks. Are you talking about the spot that you go to too? Yeah, everything about it, like the whole, you know, when you leave. Because I don't think. I think people don't like it as much when you take 10 days and you might not even go anywhere. Mm. Just a 10 days just to be away from work or like a week or to be away from work. Like no, no part about it should be shamed. You literally have those days allotted. Like as long as they're like as long as it's not like right. you know everybody's taking vacation at once or whatever. As long as it's kosher, there should be no vacation shaming. It should be illegal. Wow. Okay. You should get you should get an extra day if somebody vacation shames you. Preach king. Give me some tips on how to live my life now. Go off. So my lifestyle tip, know the law. Okay. <laughs> we've we've been dealing with this and this is I would say for our age, this is something that's very common that people deal with is your landlord trying to fuck you over. They just assume that you don't know. And yeah. here's the thing. Everything's on the internet. Figure it out. Yeah. It takes two seconds. Or I guarantee you know somebody who knows somebody who's a lawyer. Like probably, yeah. Or or has been a landlord or something like that in the past. Read your contract over and don't let them fuck you over. Because right now that's what's going on and we're stand- holding our ground and uh they're learning. But also don't be rude to those people. Yeah, don't be rude because they do have power over you. Right. But like don't let them walk all over you. Agreed. Just for no reason. What's your mm-hmm. lifestyle tip? So I'm a big inner circle guy. Um, if you, you know, essentially get into this inner circle, pretty much you can do anything and I won't care. Are you talking about friendship? Vaginas? Okay. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> Reel it in. Reel it in. Okay. So I'm a big inner circle. <laughs> Fuck, man. That's, that was kind of fucked by me. Threw you uh, off, but that's just where my mind went. No, not that. But those people that are important to you, you know, like keeping them close and doing important things with them, you know, and even the people who are important to them, the people who are outside of your circle, but that you want to, you know, show love and affection. There's one circle over. Right, exactly. And somebody that we both know is great about this. And I like, I think about him a lot with it. And he's one of those people who he won't just buy his girl flowers. He'll buy his girl's parents flowers. You know, and I mean, whenever I had my one year anniversary with my ex-girlfriend, this dude drove me up to Kansas City just so I could see her. Like I was out of gas. romantic. I get that, but it's also a kind thing that I think that people should start doing for, you know, people who you're tight with. Be thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Be thoughtful. And yeah, it does go a long ways. I, I find that like just even just like thanking people yeah. who are in your inner circle, like it just means a lot because you do a lot for them. They do a lot for you. Just show it. 100%. Um, so you want to go ahead and move right into playoffs or you want to get a, a little other topics first? You want to let's, let's just make run through, wait. run through them all. Okay. You all start. the segments. You start. All right. So if you don't know on Twitter, if you have a contact in your phone that goes on and joins Twitter, it'll tell you, Hey, mm-hmm. this person and your contact list has joined Twitter. Now, if you don't put your name to it, whatever, I don't know who it is, but yikester, I'm on to you. I don't know who this is yet, but I'm on the hunt. Someone made a new Twitter account. 
and at least they know since their name is Yikester, but made it just to follow a porn star. They have one follower, zero follows, no tweets, no likes, just to do that. Yeah. That's you gotta step up your Twitter game if you're just gonna make a porn account. Like you don't link your phone number. You mm-hmm. only link an email and then you say burner email too. Burner email that you like you can make it in the settings to where it doesn't show. Yeah, yeah it doesn't show. Like you that's basically it's not that hard. Just try. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like just try. Because I remember when I made the, the Sneaky Athletic Twitter, I immediately got like five follows and it's just because people I, saw. Yeah, I linked an email and my phone number and so it immediately my contacts were notified. Yeah. It's a good look. A porn burner account, I wouldn't say it's a terrible idea, um, but just clean it up. Here's my thing. I never want to get my porn from there. I just, I don't get yeah. people who are picture and gift people. Like, I give me the whole fucking video and let me decide. Yeah, or it's only like two minutes and 20 seconds of a video. Right. I mean, sure, if you can do it. I mean, it's a sprint, not a yeah. marathon at that point, but I don't know. Get it together, okay? Yeah, you, there's just a lot of extra work for something you can go to Google and and do easier. I'm sure she has her own category on yeah. Pornhub or whatever websites. Yeah. That's the only one I really know off the top of my head. The only what? Porn set I know. X videos. Oh, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's like number two, I think. Um, there's also porn.com. They probably thought they really had it, and then Pornhub just blew them out of the water. <laughs> They're like, yes, we fucking got the domain. Oh, that, that's a slick domain. Yeah. Get, yeah. 100%. You yeah. got any crazy people on your Twitter? Or so, whatever. Um, have you been following this Cody Co. Jake Paul stuff? No. So, you know, I'm a huge, just like, yes, dive into the weird internet, YouTube beefs <laughs> and stuff. So, Cody Co., I mean, I'm sure you've seen a video. He, he does a lot of like commentary videos on dumb shit. And he's made one on Jake and Logan Paul, who both suck. Um, and so Jake Paul decided to make a video about how Cody Ko is a cyber bully. Hmm. It was the cringiest fucking video of all time. The guy who posted the video of people who are hanging themselves in the forest. That's his little brother. This, the, Logan Paul made that video. This is Jake Paul, who's his little brother. Huh. They're both equally dumb famous. I'm sure that their genetics probably have oh, some yeah. sort of idiocracy. Oh, in yeah. Them. Like, they both do just stupid shit. And... Like, uh, Jake Paul is actually connected to, like, scamming kids into doing this, like, online... It's it's like gambling, but you, you know, you pay, like, five bucks and you open a mystery box. And, like, sometimes you get Jordans or sometimes you get, like, a keychain. Mm. And he was, like, promoting it. Well, he got paid under the table. Of course. And made a fake video. Anyways, Cody Ko was, like, making fun of him. So, Jake Paul... And Cody Ko, it's like, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's mean, but it's literally jokes. And everybody else thinks it's funny. So grow up, Jake Paul. So he like, I guess through his barber, they have like a mutual like guy who cuts hair because that's Hollywood. Um, he like goes in to like surprise Cody Ko and Cody Ko thinks it's like some kind of prank video. So he like gets up and thinks it's funny. And Jake's like, no, sit back down, Cody. I'm uh, going to like confront you about your cyberbullying. And it was just like so cringy. I couldn't even finish the video. But and then. So one of the kids Cody Co made fun of for a vaping video made fun of Jake Paul's video. Nice. And so it's like the internet just coming together in ways that I love. A hundred percent. That's my what the feed. It's kind of hard to follow, but uh, <laughs> unless you know those people, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically just you YouTube famous people 
trying to make continually make fun of each other and one of them's really good at it and one of them sucks and it's fucking hilarious it's just the popular table at high school yeah 100 percent. so i'm gonna google this now is about jeff bezos who talked about <laughs> i'm sorry uh, colonies in space and how he is enamored with this idea and thinks that's the future for us as a civilization and that that's the way that we need to go because he essentially thinks that we're going to be essentially self-sufficient and quote unquote potentially unlimited resources. Do you know how the fuck to mine in space? Do you know how to get to another place to mine in space? All while doing this in suits that it can fit the condition atmosphere yeah. of there. It's just an idiotic idea that we have that just much of a grasp on no on space. It's on okay. astronomy.com that he said this. I mean, a NASA article, another idiot who said the same thing, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> he quote unquote said we should use spacecraft like clipper ships and invent the space trade like the sea trade. Interesting. This is like dream what, big. Cause like, I mean, what materials out there? Also, we were having trouble getting to the moon like five, ten years before Reagan was in there. Yeah, dude, now it's the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Did you know that? No, I did not. 50th? Yeah, 69. Nice. <laughs> um, that's kind of the whole joke there. That's all I, really, I heard that earlier. Um, but that's just crazy to think. I mean, there's just literally no food or water out there. So there's your, for starters, or oxygen. If we can't do that in cities, because Elon Musk has talked about that some in cities now where you go in city plan from top to bottom to the point of, you know, all your recyclables are coming out into one bin as well as all your trash. And, you know, they're doing certain things, almost like a socialistic living that Russia used to do, you know, and it, you know, it's potentially great for the environment and different things. But if nobody's done it yet, it's got to be really hard. Yeah. That's for sure. So my Google this is much simpler. Um, it's just a, an article that the Wall Street Journal published. Um, and the, the article is titled, The Warriors Would Not Be a Dynasty Without Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, and Kevin Durant. Yep. No shit, Sherlock. Like, what? My, and I, can't, I couldn't read the full article because I don't subscribe to the Wall Street Journal because um, I'm not a rich white dude. Um but it starts off with saying just like the old rich white dude, old rich white dude. Sorry. Um, needed one more adjective there. <laughs> uh, it just starts off like the first paragraph is just saying that like Jordan's bulls, uh, Showtime Lakers, Shaq and Kobe Lakers never did it. Um, only the Boston Celtics in the sixties have gone to five straight, um, NBA finals appearances. And it's like, so that's the threshold of a dynasty now. Yeah. It's like, why are we so fucking clickbaity and headline grabbing just what a day and age and also you can tell it's just a a fucking bad tweet with the ratio it has seven (laughs) or has 1.7 K comments and 1.7 K likes like yeah hundred percent yeah just a bad look wall street journal stick to the fucking stock market that is a good little transition though into my SAP MDB for the week of what you should be on the lookout for watching because If you're not familiar with Watchmen, it's a graphic novel 
that was comics and it got transitioned to a movie a little bit ago. And the premise of it is superheroes who have humanistic qualities. Like Superman's perfect, Spider-Man's perfect. They always make the right choice and do the right thing. But these people kind of deal with more of the gravity of humanity with, you know, how do I feel after killing someone? Yeah. Or there were superheroes who worked together and one of them was a guy and raped one of the girls, you know, and how do they deal with that dynamic? It was also in a time where Reagan had been on like nine straight presidencies. So HBO's rebooting it, but it's a different timeline again. Yet this time the presidency is Trump and how he's, mm. you know, interacting with the media and the public and how that will shape the superheroes of the day. So it's not out yet. A little bit later this year, cancel your subscription for now, but be on the lookout. Yeah. Just uh, sign up with another, with a different email. Yeah. And uh, get another free trial. Use burner credit cards, by the way. Yeah. You can do that online and you know, it'll only bill you once. Yeah. Um, so my SAP MDB is also something that's not out yet that I'm very excited for. And it's once upon a time in Hollywood. Hmm. This this is the movie with Leo, yeah, um, Brad Pitt, just star studded, and uh, Margot Robbie. I think as Al Pacino too. I mean, it's literally just every single one of my favorite actor act- actresses. Is Margot Robbie the hottest? Yeah. What hottest? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would I still agree. agree. Um, her ability to do a a Bronx accent and then switch to an Australian accent. Dumb, dummy. It's oh, don't get me wrong. She's gorgeous, yeah. but yeah. I just don't think she is the hottest. And that's fair. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah, there's there's, there's a lot plenty. to choose from. Um, but this movie looks pretty fucking funny. It's about Leo, uh, who's some actor who um, and Brad Pitt's a stunt double, and Leo's like phasing out in his acting career, and uh, how he deals with it. It's Quentin Tarantino's ninth movie. It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I just know it. I wish they would have done it with Clint Eastwood, and it would be a little bit more realistic. Like old actor phasing oh, out. Yeah, Jesus. Mm. About time Rip to about peace. time to yeah give it up. At that point, it's not as bad as like Adam Sandler though. I don't know. He kind of had a comeback on Netflix, bro. With what? You didn't watch any of his Netflix movies? No. Once I got to like the second one, they and they were terrible. I'm like, I just got to write it off. The one where he had cancer and. You know, went to the island and lied to his buddy. I didn't think it was bad. And then the one with, uh, oh, the black guy. It's not Kevin Hart. Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Yeah. Oh, my dad said that one was all right. Yeah. I but, mean, don't get me wrong. They're not great. But. Yeah. Where I think their families are getting married and like Chris Rock is rich. Yeah. And not, poor. not a waste of time. But not okay. a good use of your but time. The, um, the something six that he made. That like Western one, oh, yeah. is a zero on Rotten Tomatoes, it's which great. means it got zero positive reviews. Color me rough, shocked. It's a rough look. <laughs> He's still rich as fuck, though. It's all that matters. So, what do you want to talk about next? Whatever. Guide yeah. the way. You ready for the playoffs? Oh boy! All right, let's dive into it. So, the NBA playoffs. Um, we already have one in mm-hmm. the in the championship. Can we get a little back to our roots real quick? Yeah. Fuck the Phoenix Suns. Okay. That's I, it. Yeah, we needed that. <laughs> so, also, guess who's getting drunk again? You. Yeah. Lost that bet, man. Mm-hmm. You had Portland, right? Yeah. I yeah. had to have a little bit of differentiating. We both got the games wrong. And I also picked the Bucks in four. So, yikes. 
Yeah, that's tough. So uh, when when do you want to do that? Next week or the week after. Okay, so we'll have it on video. Yeah, that's coming out. Okay. Coming out soon. Yeah, we got the camera. Uh, we just need to get set up. But we're still working everything out. We're doing. We're kind of testing right now to make also sure. Also, landlord issues. Yeah. Of soundproofing and putting things up. Yeah. So we're we're kind of working everything out, but we don't want to put something out that's really shitty. So we're kind of making sure that it's at least all right. Hopefully. Yeah. Putting that sneaky athletic touch on it. So, let's talk the first game that I want to talk about. The Bucks. I'm not surprised that they lost one in Toronto. I am surprised they lost two. I mean, Giannis, after the first loss, said he never expected it to be easy. And they go, are you disappointed with your you know, show here? And he goes, you know, I'm supporting my family. I'm doing all these great things in the community. I would be disappointed in myself if I was dis- disappointed in my play here. That's why I love him. He's a good guy through and through. So I just wanted to give that shout out. But the Bucks have been playing really well when Bledsoe doesn't touch the ball. He really needs to have less of a grasp on it. And I get that we are in that. Whoops. We. Uh, I get that they're in the. Oh, a little we there. Okay. I, I'm a fan. All right. I like it. I get that they are in that, uh, you know, mode where Brogdon was out and, you know, your shooting guard's gone. So what, what are you going to do? Lean more on the point guard, probably. But yeah. He just needs to get the ball out of his hand a little bit more. It's rough when you're missing a lot of threes. He shouldn't take any unless he's yeah. wide open, like drive and kick. When you take a lot of threes and you miss a lot of threes, it's just tough to win. A hundred percent. And they didn't make it any easier with the way that they were playing the pick and roll early. Um, they kind of locked down Pascal Siakam the early on, you know, at home, and now he's kind of coming into his own. That dude, beside excluding any shooting guards, is the best off the ball player in the NBA. Interesting. It is absolutely wild <coughs> to see him go and work so well with Kawhi Leonard. And that is going to be in the article that I was a piece of shit and procrastinated on. It actually just got harder than I thought it was going to be to <laughs> make those trades, but it'll be done soon. Okay. Yeah. I liked, uh, so I kind of fell asleep for the second half of the game tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but Giannis came out super aggressive. Yeah, and I I love to. when he does that because he is at the stage in the game where he's one of the few players who can actually take over a basketball game with the mentality that he comes out and plays with to start the game, um, and that's I guess it's start the game or second or the second half, and when he comes out and he has you know full head of steam, he's just taking over that game. There's literally nobody who can step in his way left. Like there's nobody, no defensive you know, player left who can who can step in his way and truly stop him when he is going at the rim like that. I mean, did you see the video of him picking up his dribble for the Euro step behind the three point yeah, line? It's insane. It's yeah. You know, he is doing so He's a well. Greek freak. And Bud is really putting him in positions to do well. I mean, not only offensively but defensively. I saw an inbounds play the other day where they literally just had Giannis as far back as he could go on the half court line just to take Kawhi down there to get the ball to Chris Middleton, the best shooter on the team, and take a you know good three look. So I think that they're really working well together, but it's hard when you go up against Kawhi. Yeah, so can we talk about the, the most important player in this series? That's Aubrey Drake Graham. <sighs> this man, this man's trying to be the new Spike Lee or some shit. 
I don't think he has a seat. So I've been trying to pay attention. Sometimes he does and sometimes he doesn't. This game, three or four different times, he was just <laughs> at the scorer's table like he was about to check in. Yeah, he was giving the coach a shoulder rub. I don't know. Do you think they're buds? No. I think he's just like, hey, oh, hey Drake. And he's like, he probably like calls him sport or something. <laughs> like the, <laughs> He doesn't really know his name. I don't know. I, Drake just probably gives him. He's like, just writes my blank check. The Raptors. And it's like, I'm just going to kind of fuck around over here on the sideline. I bet that right now they're also giving him free reign because they're trying to keep Kawhi so bad. I heard on the game, you know, the announcers were talking. They have stickers that you can apply for through the team and they'll send you the sticker. And if you put this sticker up in your business, Uber, I mean, they were talking about law firms having it, you know, restaurants. Kawhi Leonard never pays for his life. Jesus, what a gig. Mm-hmm. Just to get him to stay. I mean, I would probably do any If I was Toronto, I mean, he's gotten you this far. It's the farthest you've been. He's the only player in history to increase his scoring average in the playoffs. Yeah, I saw that step. That was insane. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that includes greats like LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, KD. Does it include Shaq as well? Shaq is not on this list that I'm looking at, but... Wilt, Kareem Abdul, and uh, Larry Bird are all. Okay. Because Shaq was the, the first one that I thought of that might have gone that way. Might contend that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that list was still star-studded, and it was insane. Um, is that the one with, with the graphic where everybody falls back and he, like, shoots forward? Or was that shooting percentage? And it's probably shooting percentage, yeah. yeah. Um, it was. He was shooting, like, 52 last game. Yeah. Last series, his it was, like, 65, I felt like. It's wild. Yeah. Very good. And on the other side. Yeah. Uh, does no KD help Golden State? Are they a better team without Kevin Durant? I hate to say that because obviously Kevin is just like a great player, but I think the team chemistry works. I think that you, you know, kind of handcuff players like Draymond, players like Clay. Draymond is definitely like, I mean, you can just tell. The, this series, he went off. Like, Different he player. Was, he was old Draymond. 100%. And that de- you he's like a motor guy for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's that classic like you know, he's like an Aaron Donald. If you had to transfer, like a guy who's just constantly in there doing the dirty work, keeping the team boosted up and making them feel good. Like he's in there getting boards, shoving people around, setting hard picks, like yelling at the teammates, keeping everybody up. I don't think he does that as much when KD's in. Well, you know, KD might get offended. Maybe. But I think it's more on Portland, honestly, than it is Golden State playing well. You know, Dame shot really bad, uh, you know, most of those games. And he did that in their last game against Denver because CJ was just able to take over. Yeah. But whenever CJ's not doing it, (laughs) they fucking ran an ISO with Myers Leonard. He was going off so much. Boy was getting boards, but, like, who? Yeah. You don't know who that is listening to this? No. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I know I, I can picture his face, but like tall white guy. There yeah, I mean, I can I can picture who he is, but like I really don't know who he is. If you're a white guy in the NBA, I think that you only have two haircuts. That's it. That's all you can get. Yeah, shaggy dog. If you're from overseas, or you get that high, the high and tight with a swoop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gordon Nothing Hayward else. has had both. <laughs> it's crazy. I do think that Seth showed out more than we thought. The potential of him going to another team and playing well is high. Yeah. He did get crossed up 
in game four, they're hard. He'll never be a one player. He'll no. never be your guy, but he's a good three. Yeah. And I think that he'll be a six-man later on, you know? They had a couple of d- double-digit leads that they gave up, but they still haven't figured it out. No. Three different games, they had double-digit leads. The, yeah. I mean, it was just rough to watch. Like, there at the end, it was just like a dog with his tail between his legs. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I mean, the Golden State Warriors are back, fifth time in a row. Getting fucking sick of it. Yeah. Yeah, like, cool. Like, oh, my God, NBA. Like, uh, who was it that Complex tweeted that article that um, NBA, because of the madness of the playoffs, was getting, like, highest ratings ever. And then this round, the Western Conference games had some of the lowest TV ratings since, like, 07, I think. I, we had a lot of Game 7s as well, and that hasn't been as prevalent in the NBA playoffs the last couple of years. Yeah, and also, like, West Coast games just start so late. It's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. And when, I mean, when Golden State's just beating the piss out of whoever they're playing. Uh, two quick little things. In his canter has a panic button. The guy from Turkey who gets death Where? threats in his house from the FBI because he has so many death threats. Wow. Yeah. And any other news? Lamar Odom said he has had sex with over two K women. Tight. Tight. Cracks a hell of a drug. Yeah. John Mayer said he had had sex with over 5,000. Didn't do crack? What is he doing? Cocaine? Yeah, and just really good at playing the guitar. He's that guy at the party. Yeah. Well, Rhythm and Blues, John Mayer, NHL. Weird transition, but Blues are playing well. They are. So are, I mean, obviously the Bruins were too. Here's the thing. The Bruins absolutely kicked ass, and... Hurricanes had a lot of rest. They came out and they just played Bruins hockey and smacked them right in the mouth. I'm really excited about it. I think that the way that they've been playing, especially the last couple of series and Tuca specifically has just been playing on his head the whole time. They really are going to give it to the blues five or six games max. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't see the blues winning this, but the last two games, Tarasenko has been, insane he had a he had a wrister today um like i i didn't watch the game but i just watched the highlights um he had a wrister today that was banana land like some of those shots just don't make sense to me and maybe it's because i've never played hockey but i mean i just don't get it i don't know if it's just luck or if you just do it enough times you just get fucking good at it i assume it's that but they were playing against a very depleted sharks team like their top three guys are out Really, the refing was inconsistent both ways. Obviously, it was a little worse for the Blues, mm-hmm. but you know it's tough to overcome bad calls and injuries, let alone just one. That's a lot. That's mm-hmm. a lot to deal with. Um, I'm excited for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, I'm gonna be an asshole. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of St. Louis. I think um, people know that about me. It's not. They're just pretentious. I don't know why. You're pretentious yeah. about your sports. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Here's the thing. I have heard multiple people talk about St. Louis sports and say, I don't know why we're not America's team. Excuse the fuck of me. Yeah. You can't have, yeah. No. Who are you? No. Who do you think? They don't have a football team there. I mean, you are just not as relevant in the national eye. I get that sometimes you've been good, but how many Stanley Cup playoffs? Zero. Big goose egg. 
Cardinals, yeah, you've had great years, but you're just not America's team because you know why? You're all pretentious fucking dicks. All right, glad I got well, that off There goes our St. Louis listeners, but it's worth it. I like people from St. Louis a lot. I hate their sports fandom. Some of my best friends are from there. Yeah. But I'll never talk to you about sports. You're wrong. You can't see it clearly. Facts. I mean, extremism in any form is terrible, especially when it's towards someone that plays for St. Louis. Yeah. Should we start watching baseball? I mean, it's about that time. All right. We'll get on it. Yeah. It's, I mean, we can do it. I know we can. We thought about turning the Royals on the other day, but then, I tried. I tried really hard, but yeah. the thing is, is, nobody covers them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but then, guess what? We ended up watching PGA Championship, which was yeah. pretty entertaining going down the backstretch. He almost choked. Yeah. So big old Brooks Kepka, who actually lost thirty pounds for a photo shoot and lost some distance on his drive, but he had a fucking come. Did that for a photo shoot? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. As an athlete, I feel like well, he, you got to keep your shape. He said, um, so he went from being like bulk to tone, um, and it was for a photo shoot, but he said he also wanted to do it too. He's like, I just want to look good in like a bathing suit and which he did, but like, he wasn't like eight pack, like rocking looking that almost. uh, no, no, no. Give me some deep analysis into the, no, Brandle Shambly did. Who's a fucking weirdo golf rider. And everybody basically told him to shut the fuck up. He like ripped Brooks Kepka. And everyone was like, dude, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> it's like, go say that to his face. You won't. Because he didn't. Um, but Brooks had like a, a fucking like eight stroke lead or something crazy. Mm-hmm. He was a minus 13 and then hit the back nine and just, fell, just apart. fell apart. But who, the guy who he was golfing with shot like a fucking like 12 over. And you could tell, like when we were watching, you remember how Brooks would... Like, the other guy would drive, and he would, like, immediately point to which way it was going out of bounds. Like, I think he was just getting frustrated at how long it was taking for the other guy just to fucking find his ball and hit it. I don't know. That's my thing sometimes about golf is why pair those people together? No clue. Some of the things that they do, uh, some of their TV coverage, some of their their pairings, stuff like that, it's like, just take a step back and look at it through a common person's point of view. And do it like that. You can't be a pretentious dick sport and not act like a pretentious dick. Fair. Fair enough. But, I mean, just like, why? I don't like the group coverage. That should be an option, but, like, a main coverage should be available. But it's usually not on a lot of these events. Like, the Masters, part of it isn't even televised. Like it's early it, days. I mean, I yeah. don't care about the first two days, to be honest with you. I might watch it, but it's not important. But still, like, I mean, in high school and in college, when I literally didn't have anything to do, I'm like, I'm trying to watch it, and I just literally can't even watch it. Um, and then, yeah, that pairing was just awful. And I think it did hurt him, but then, I mean, Kepka put it together to, to close it out. But it also hurt the ratings. Yeah. I'm just sitting there watching shitty golf, and it's like, ugh. Was it a shitty episode of Game of Thrones? That's up for debate. It is. It's a huge hot-button topic. We're talking Thrones now, so if you're done, get out of here. Yeah. We'll have some... Oh, actually, let's do some fake takes. <laughs> uh, we can do some fake takes. All right. You got any? Um, I No. You're a disappointment. I did have a, a who's back. Um, I don't really want to call it that, but um, I don't... Uh, uh, 
fuck, I don't know. I didn't really come up with a name. I've just been seeing a lot of NCAA football, the video game headlines, and it might be coming back. They're making a big push. Don't hold your breath. I'm not. I, I'm not going to hold my breath for like a minute. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. But it's still exciting. I mean, I'll buy it if Just it seeing the cover. Out. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. But they need to pay them for their likeness. I also hate when it doesn't look like those players at all. Like, that's even worse. We haven't seen this game in five years, though. So the gra- think about how much graphics have improved in the last five years. Oh, wow. And even gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, online versions of NCAA football. That'll be fun. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I've never but- gone online to play Madden with my friends, but I might do it for NCAA. Oh, yeah. It's just a different game. There's a different feeling when you're playing college football. Yeah, I hate on, Madden. I I always liked Madden, but I enjoyed I enjoyed both of them equally. But I understood that it's like it was a when you're making a choice to play each one. It wasn't like oh I could play either. It was like I'm going to play one or I'm going to play the other because they're different games. Yeah, I am absolutely abysmal at Madden, and I don't really rage that much at video games. But I'll rage on Madden. That's the only game I've ever thrown a controller for. It's the only game I've ever like got up and yelled. Stupid game. With stupid mechanics. Stupid games get stupid results. Stupid answers. I don't know. Let's let's hear your fake takes. Alright. After Houston was eliminated, four things starting with H are living it up. Harden, Honeys, Hustlers, and the Hispanic versions of John Ralphio. Oh. <laughs> I like that. When asked about his recent success, Draymond Green responded, it's a lot easier to play without snakes in the grass. God damn. That's probably a real quote. <laughs> it's, actually, that's probably something his mom said. Oh, wow. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. That's going to ruin team chemistry. For sure. After last series, Dollar Dame's Dame Time celebration has officially been changed to Dollar Store closing time. Yikes. It's closing time. Yeah, thank you, Five Guys Soundtrack, for that inspiration. Oh, yeah. Although the Blues have played a great series, they have yet to beat their most formidable opponent, history. Big yikes. Big yikes. 100%. A lot of things die in St. Louis. Talking about their murder rates. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be candid. Well, so um, let's... Quit shitting on them, and let's start shitting on Got maybe. Potentially. Um, so there's a lot of stuff. I mean, it was a lot to take in. Yeah. Um, I think it's impossible to wrap up a show, especially one this big. There's good ways to do it, and there's bad ways to do it. Um, but this wasn't great. Yeah. This I'm season, okay with it. Yeah. But I've, this I've show should be okay. I've come to terms with it. It should have been the greatest t- season. It maybe not the greatest final episode, um, but this season just had so much fucking potential. I think that there's a lot of factors that go into it from, you know, the writers and producers not caring as much. Like they don't do it. Yeah. They're ready know. to move on to star Wars and they're leaving yeah. shit out. There is the, more and more of that. I think a lot too is, you know, the actors are just tired. They've done this for 10 years. Jon Snow, Kit Harrington said he would never do another game of Thrones you know, episode or spinoff ever. It's grueling. I mean, they're in Northern Ireland for 55 nights in a row filming. And that this is the last season. Mm-hmm. Like, think about when they were filming Battle of the Bastards or, you know, a lot of these other scenes where it's they have to literally film in the winter. And he's doing this all the time. like At night. At night, a lot of it. Um, 
Whereas, like, people who film in King's Landing, they're in fucking Croatia. So, it can't be a happy reunion. No. So, there, I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that. I mean, it's been as, a lot of their, like, whole entire 20s or teens and early 20s, you know, taking up a lot of time. And I'm sure they made great friends and a lot of fucking money, but I think they're just done. So, what are your biggest plot holes that aggravated you? Let's why the go f- negatives and positives. Why the fuck was it important that John was a Targaryen? So... I have a little bit of a theory on that, and partially I believe that it's important for the reaction of people and, you know, really to just grip you onto he needs to be it. Because I saw a quote from George R. R. the other day. We got a moth in the studio. Just, yeah, just kill him. I, I swung at him earlier. The fuck? I'm, I'm... Folks. You get him? No. Okay. Where he said that my whole (laughs) point of this series was to make typical fantasy fans absolutely hate themselves, you know, for getting so into all of that. And like, he hates the, he hates the typical fantasy tropes. And I mean, he really nailed it. I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There were so many things. It's like, so does this mean that Bran wanted the throne the whole time and he was planning this? And well, give me your negatives because that's okay. one of my positives, actually. Um, Let me think. Uh, my biggest ones are the fact that Danny's death didn't really resonate that much because of, one, just the attitude of those people in that circle, and I get that they don't really care. Like, most of those people are probably happy Danny died, Yeah, but she was such an integral part of the character. I don't feel like the dragon symbolism really gave me the sort of, you know, conclusion that I wanted from that. As well as that council-like... Yara, what you literally said earlier, you wanted independence to Danny, and you yeah. didn't ask for it. And why the fuck is John Aaron's kid there? Can we talk about his glow up? Sure. I mean, yeah, he looks better. That titty milk. Yeah, dude got kind of handsome. Um, still, he's still a little bitch him. boy. Yeah, but I guess mean, he he does. Um, Gendry's looking good, but I I didn't like. Grey Worm all of a sudden getting all like getting power hungry. Like I understand that he was loyal to Danny, but he was never like that, like a demanding power hungry guy. I didn't feel like like he was always just like a yes man. And which I guess it after all that like fighting and, and going down and he was named leader of the armies or whatever. The two most important people in his life died. I I guess. Um I don't know, there's there was just a lot. Um, so go ahead with your brand. Yeah. So there's just a, a, so much to unpack with brand. So one, like I didn't think he could see in the future. I didn't think so either, but it might just be a, you know, show thing. Okay. Um, but like, does this mean he was just like planning this all along? I think so. Like, cause he, he was the one who gave Arya that knife. Um, to to kill the Night King with, he was the one who confirmed John being Aegon Targaryen and made Sam tell him, and then he told Sansa and Arya, and Sansa immediately told Tyrion, who told uh, Varys, and that 
and you know it conspired it started all of this bullshit for john to basically kill denarius and we thought little finger was good yeah and and then like the whole time it was just so weird how the whole time bran was like i'm not bran anymore i'm the three-eyed raven like i don't want uh you know to be the ruler in the north or whatever he and just then, accepted and then they're like uh you know he's like i, I choose bran and i figured bran would be like no it needs to be john or whatever and he's like why do you think I came all this way? It's like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here, you little weird-chaired, fucking broken-ass bitch. Like, this shit pissed me off. And now, he's the ruler for the next thousand years. Because right. the, the Three-Eyed Raven, you know, it, it takes on that body and then it doesn't, you know, move on for like a thousand years. You know, I think the Three-Eyed Raven has a little bit to do with the children of the forest. And the whole reason the White Walkers were made was because of humans. And so I think that Bran, you know, almost takes that view and in his position can potentially spin us off into something else where, you know, he either instigates through religion or magic or however, a new way to go at human race. Get that moth. We're losing this battle. Um, Did you know the Three-Eyed Raven... Uh, was a Targaryen before a Targaryen bastard. No, I did not. Yeah. But I think it's very interesting that, you know, you're pretty much an immortal ruler to anyone that you're going to rule for most years. And so one, you know, he did play all those games, but no one really thought about that whenever they, you know, put him in that position. I truly think that he is the real villain in this yeah. and that is he, what makes me okay with the show he's yeah. literally gonna go take over the dragon and fly it back over and fuck shit up right he that's literally how the show ended he's like oh i'll go find him and he, we know he can take like he could take over a dire wolf which has to do with magic and shit so it's like why couldn't he take over a dragon and someone who can't move is absolutely dependent on those other dominoes working for yeah. him to get set up in that position, you know? And so it really is this puppet show that he was pulling all the strings. Also, why the fuck is Braun Master of Coin? <sighs> Stupid. Yeah, he's just not very responsible with money. He, like, what in the show history, besides the fact that he uh, let Tyrion live, so Tyrion owed him bullshit, and made him the, like, ruler of Highgarden, or, I think is what it is. Uh. Like... It was just some bullshit that it's like, oh, all of a sudden, now you're in the fucking, um, the core group. Yeah, I think like, that it was thrown in the for sure. He didn't do shit all all season besides not kill Tyrion and Jamie, And then all of a sudden, he's one of the most important people in King's Landing. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that, but I think that, one, he's good at saying no to people, and two, the man is about his But he's back. corrupt. Uh, no lie there but also so is the new ruler so you know maybe that is a brand move again to kind of instigate some turmoil and really rule over the six kingdoms because i feel like that is that's also bullshit the main reason real fucking i think that's the main reason she left is because brand scares the fucking hell out of her she also just called out his dick in the front of god and everybody whatever i mean that was probably something that i overlooked at the time just because i was so like hung up on i was like oh, so are they gonna free like this is gonna be pretty awkward when they're like yeah so i know you have john as a slave but we need him to be king i was like can't wait for this part nope that didn't happen i also think that danny can't be 
um, glorified as a queen in the same way that those people can. And I do think that that's very important in a day and age that doesn't have an information system in the way that we do. But I do think that, you know, Braun essentially being the villain is going to be my take. And Sansa succeeded from the Six Kingdoms because of how evil he is. And if it's a show about the Starks, I like how all the Starks ended, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, um, Sansa is definitely going to be hurting up there in the north. I mean, they're depleted. So, and John, I'm just assuming, is the king of the free people, the ruler of the Yeah, the Night's Watch doesn't exist, but it's also getting summer-like up there. You know, we saw yeah, some we saw stuff coming through, so maybe Sansa will Which be Which okay. is dope. So I hope John rebuilds the, the wildlings into the new north. The thing is, is we'll never know. Yeah, but just let me have this one. Go ahead. Um, Go the off. new north, and uh, I don't know what he'll call it, but just basically tell north, Sansa north. To, to fuck off. He's not going to. He's going to establish trade with her and basically just be the dominant. Because, like, the north is big, but even north of the walls, The map just literally ends. Yeah, it's I don't huge. know if you guys have seen it. I mean, even the book, it just gets to a point and, like, the border hits. Like, it doesn't yeah. actually end as a continent. Um, What else? I got Tyr- nothing Tyrion else. Tyrion just, like lucking out which is kind of his character the whole entire se- the whole entire series which i do kind of enjoy but it's like i don't want to be handled like fuck off yes you do he enjoys that role and it showed there at the end when he was like lining up the chairs and shit he was like i actually wanted to do this yeah i think he was just sort of depressed from his situation but my biggest quarrel with that is gray worm going from hey you don't get to speak to him having this huge speech and Grey Worm not saying anything then? Like, what? Like, I'm killing him. Yeah, I don't think Grey Worm's the best with, like, talking and stuff. He's just good at fighting. Not that action, boss. Yeah. Um, and I think he just wants to go back over to Essos. Which, there's just a dragon on the loose over there. Um, also, where he wants to go and Narth has this butterfly disease, that if you weren't born in Narth, you don't have a natural immunity to it. They call it butterfly fever, and it essentially just wipes you out like the plague. Good done with the unsullied they just kept multiple them and the dothraki just kept multiplying i have a big issue with that i forgot to say that that there literally were more dothraki each episode and i mean we might have saw four of them leave from the battle of winterfell yeah and they just had this huge army and now all of a sudden there's like at least 800 of them yeah and why do they not just absolutely go and rape and pillage everything when danny dies like when your khaleesi dies like that is the you know, way of that culture. It's the Dothraki. Yeah. And, you know, they're just like, uh, yeah, we'll get on a boat. Yeah, it's like, that's not what happens. I think uh, they try to rule everything there. Yeah. That that part was just very poorly written. I mean, there's just no other way around it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, so there's just a dragon on the loose. Arya's headed west of Westeros, which has been tr- attempted before by a uh, Targaryen daughter who's a lesbian. Which Not I, relevant. Which I watched a YouTube video on. Um, I did like the Dorn, Dornish just showing up there at the end and looking swaggy. People didn't like that, but like I needed that guy to come back out. Yeah. But you don't mention him earlier this, without him showing up. But this is what, like, if, if you've never read the books or you're up on Game of Thrones history, this is what the Dornish people do. When there's big wars... They're not known to come and fight at them. Mm-mm. They scatter and and survive. Yeah. Like, it's like a desert down there, and they're the best at basically 
like just running away and starving people out. Yeah, I'm the Targaryens who went down there essentially got there and they're like, we're not going to give up. And they said, okay, it's going to be too much of a bitch to take over everybody here. Sure. And they uh, eventually went into yeah, the Targaryen but, rule. But yeah. yeah, but it was the Six Kingdoms when Aegon first took over and then mm-hmm. they joined later. Yeah, I don't know why Sansa's just, it kind of pissed me off. And she's like, um, uh, yeah, so Bran's dick doesn't work and we're going to be independent. It's like, fuck off. Power went to her head. You got off your chest? Yeah. You feel good? That knife, when John stabbed Danny, it took my breath away. Like, because I, I wanted him to sit on the throne. A little bit of a necrophiliac? No, I wanted uh, him to sit on the throne the whole time, and I'm just like trying to plan it out in my head, like, how's he going to do it? How's he going to do it? So then when that happened, I was like, oh, we got a chance. Like, the window opened. Yeah. Where, because at first it was like, he he won't. I think the uh, thing that bugs me a lot is, you know, we all had things that we wanted to happen, and just because your version of the ending didn't happen doesn't mean that it was bad. Yeah. Um, the cinematography was great. It Fantastic. Was, it was great the whole season through and through. Um, oh, John also got to boot uh, Grey Wolf. Indeed. Or Indeed. Ghost, sorry. Yeah. Um, that was tight. But yeah, just because like Danny didn't sit on the throne or John doesn't sit on the throne doesn't think. I mean, I think it's bad. I mean, I'm more interested in why the fuck there were so, like a lot of plot holes in character arcs cut short. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I I still love Game of Thrones. I haven't rewatched that episode, and I usually watch it yeah two to three times before the next. Oh, Sunday. one other last thing, like why was the Arya in episode five? Why was Arya riding that white horse out of the town relevant at all? Uh, because that was the horse of the gold company. They and ride white horses. So they just got obliterated. That thing was running in. I don't, I mean, sure it's white and maybe it's the symbol of hope, but I think that people I, just read into it too much. Yeah. Cause I was reading like stuff with like biblical stuff and right. So it it's just not God's anything. fault that people looked at. I mean, it's a white horse from you... the gold company it's sure whiteness re- represents pureness of Arya. I just thought it was going to mean something since they ended the, you know, second to last episode ever on it. Like I, I would have just ended it with like Tyrion walking in. You know what they say about assumptions? They make an ass out of me and you. Um, yeah, anything else? All right, so that wraps it for God Talk ever. It's our last. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty done with it. Uh, Let's get on up. Get I will out. go rewatch season six. Season six was good. I mean, I'm, I'm not one of those people who swore it off. No, I didn't either. I mean, I love that sort of realm. That's my fucking the first house. First three seasons were great. Oh. I don't know. The first six, honestly, were really great. The reboot's going to be fantastic. Yeah, or if they do like prequel or whatever they do. See, I'm still a little worried about that. Who knows who's going to run it? There's, But there's more written out. There's more already mapped out of like a prequel. Yeah, that's fair. You know, it's already there. It's known about, which I like. And get new, yeah, get new actors, you know, somebody who wants to do it. (laughs) Well, I won't be such a piece of shit, and I'm going to work on that article right now. So check it, and let's get some more content up there. We're going to keep pushing it. Yeah, we're going to, should be having a YouTube page next week. So videos will be up on there, up on the website, like, subscribe. Honestly, I'm just going to spoil this now because it's just too fucking late unless it happens again. If y'all would have got us to 50 likes, we had a Tiger Woods song ready to drop. 
Yeah, it's too late now because he missed the cut at the PGA. Yeah. Like, I thought it cut 50, the wings out. I thought fifty was achievable, but whatever, guys. I need seventeen more of you. I I know that you're there. Pick up the pace. I don't have a Facebook, but you probably do. Yeah, it's not that difficult. All right, all right. I love you guys. Stay athletic.